This is Welcome Home Radio from the Fresno Association of Realtors on 940 KYNO. Well, good morning and welcome to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host on our Valley's most informative real estate talk show. This hour is being brought to you by the Fresno Association of Realtors. And the goal that we have is to give you some really good local information. What's happening in New Jersey may be different than what's happening here in our beautiful Central Valley. Now, I got to add to it that this past week, one of my friends said, Don, I've been listening to your show for years, but my radio broke. <clears throat> I said, no problem, George. We, we, we can, um, there's different ways you can do it. So here are s- several different ways in case your radio breaks. Um, and that is you can <clears throat> stream the show by visiting the website, kynofresno.com. Or you can download the mobile app, on your phone or ask Alexa to play Kino Fresno. And if you miss a show, we upload each podcast into the website. So Welcome Home Radio is heard exclusively on America's most powerful oldies radio station, along with Wolfman Jack. So that's 50,000 watts, 940 Kino. To help with today's show, have a couple of guests down here. We have uh, Desmarie Hedrick. She is the brand new association executive for the Fresno Association of Realtors. Good morning, Des. Good morning, Don. Thank you for having me. But it's not like you're new to the Association of Realtors. How long have you been there? I've been there for a little over five and a half years. Okay, and you've been our MLS uh, operations manager. That's correct. For the last uh, three years, yes. And... Do you want to say anything about your predecessor? She has been the most amazing human being, supportive, I mean, driven, you know. She's been great. She's been a great asset to the association for the for the past, I think, about 40 years. So, mm-hmm. very long time. So, Mary Van Ass whipped you into shape. She sure did, yes. <laughs> Taught me everything I know. <laughs> All right. And as MLS operations manager, you get to work with people at, like our other guests, and that's Rick Tomasello. Yes. Uh, general manager of Realty Concepts, but in today's role, you are the uh, MLS chairperson for 2023. That's correct. Top of the morning, Don. Good morning, Rick. And a little story about Rick. How, how long have you been licensed? Well, since 2008. Oh, okay. 14 years. Yeah, 14 years now. So I remember your first day because you came to work at the office I work at. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Okay. Don't let anyone in this building. <laughs> That's right. And now he's my manager. <laughs> funny, funny, funny how things to, how yep. things pan out. It, it sure is. But you know what? What got you there in the 14 year? Well, but you've been manager for several years. Yeah, now. about a uh, little over six years now. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say talent and being level-headed, which is what it takes in this business. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, I I was really uncomfortable giving you a compliment, but but I'm so unlike you. (laughs) That is so unlike you. It it sounded real natural to me, Don. Okay. Maybe it's because I really meant it. I just had trouble saying it. (laughs) All right. So, great opportunity to find out more about the sponsor of this show, um, 
for the last 14 years. We're yes. about to begin our 15th year. Desmarie, yes. what is the Fresno Association of Realtors? Well, the Fresno Association of Realtors is a trade association. So our members who join Fresno inevitably belong to not just the Fresno Association, but also the California Association of Realtors, as well as the National Association of Realtors. Uh, but locally, we have just a little over 4,000 realtor members. Um, and I like to think of us more like a toolbox for our members. I mean, we offer a lot of different things, and, and a toolbox essentially has a lot of different compartments and drawers full of, you know, you're not sure what's, what you're going to find in there. But um, just to name a few, anyone who joins Fresno essentially will have access to their contracts that they use in their everyday business for uh, purchases, listings, things like that. Um, they also commit when they sign up for the Fresno Association of Realtors to abide by our code of ethics, which is uh, brought down by the National Association. And essentially, it's, you know, code of ethics are holding our members accountable to be good stewards of, of real estate. So, um, you know, just in a nutshell, that's that's essentially who yeah. we are. And I really like that term, toolbox, yes, because there's so many resources and things that you can get down there, education. Um, Yesterday, I went into the building, and I, one of my clients uh, had a key made in there. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, of course, I brought him there because I saved saved a dollar. There, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and got to have a nice, friendly chat with staff. I mean, that's, you know, Oh, win -win. there you go. <laughs> so how many staff people are there? We have 12 staff members. 12? Yes. Great. Yes. And uh, three, actually, you know, with our MLS, who support, you know, roughly the, the 4,000 Realtor members. Yes. Mm -hmm. And um, okay, do you have any visions for 2023 and beyond? Well, this year and I think the last couple years, you know, we've really um, gotten involved not just locally but also politically. You know, I think that's going to be real important moving forward um, just as the industry changes and, and more things come about, you know, down the pipeline with, with new laws and things like that. So I think off the top of my head, I can say we absolutely want to continue to, you know, whether it's supporting or advocating, you know, the importance of home ownership. I think that's going to definitely be top of the line for us in 2023. You know, Don, it's it's been, uh, I've been a part of FAR now for a little less than a year. Um, but what in I've- In leadership. In leadership. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So, and what I'm finding out real quick is that, hey, we've got a ton of different committees all comprised of different agents, brokers, managers, from brokers all around, uh, you know, our Central Valley. And what I'm seeing is a lot of really good input coming in from the licensed professionals around that, hey, we're, we're bringing up the problems that we're seeing in the industry. And we're not just bringing up problems, but we're bringing up likely, uh, you know, good solutions mm -hmm. to these problems. So, um, you know, it's like a village, right? It, you know, it, it takes a village to run an association, and that's kind of what all the different committee, committees are able to bring to the table. So it's, uh, it's a pleasure to be a part of. What are some of the different committees there? We have quite a few. We have um, a, an MLS committee. You know, we'll start with that, our board of directors. We have our uh, pro standards and grievance committee who assists in keeping our association and our members professional. So professional standards, and there's a code of ethics that the realtors have to abide by. Absolutely, yes. Mm -hmm. 
Yes, and that committee will oversee, you know, any um, situations that may come up, just, you know, again, to ensure that our association is staying professional, you know, with, with our members. Um, we have an affiliate committee who I think we've probably had some members on the show, you know, oh, for yeah. uh, lenders, you know, mortgage officers, things like that. And um, just to name a few, I mean, Rick, if you, you know, want to. Yeah, uh, well done. You could speak. We've got a diversity committee heard, that, yep. that yeah. uh, I believe you were chair of. Um, you know, we've got um, uh, plenty of others. We've got strategic planning. We've got uh, 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 just to name a few. So Yes, yes. And, and when you mentioned affiliate committee, I have to mention that one of the members as an affiliate is our board operator, Bobby Thistle, who uh, is an insurance agent with Farmers Insurance. Oh, okay, great. So why does he come down here on Saturday mornings to help out? It's because he loves it, right? <laughs> Love it. All right. I had to put words in his mouth there. But. Uh, and and someone's got to supervise you, Don. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> well, and now that Mary Van Ness is retiring from that after almost 40 years, that becomes your job. Yes, yes. Inevitably, yes. Oh, boy. This is going to be a tough one on you. Interesting. Lots of fun. I, I Oh, I, uh, going to real estate management. I <laughs> saw a book one time called The Art of Real Estate Management. Okay also known as herding cats. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Easier said than done. Right. And so, that takes a village also. <laughs> yeah, it sure does. So how is that, Rick? Yeah, you know what? It's actually, um, it's fantastic. I, I get the ability to, you know, really understand the pain points of the industry because, hey, when everything's going good, hey, I don't necessarily hear from those agents. Mm-hmm. I hear about all the deals, the transactions that go bad, mm-hmm. right? And having the ability to step in on some of those transactions to uh, hopefully kind of uh, guide a smooth landing, uh, it's very rewarding. So uh, coming in to save the day uh, makes you feel good at the end of the day. And I got to give this one to Rick. I went to him with a situation and I already knew in my mind what I wanted to hear. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> he told me what I didn't want to hear and yeah. said, no, nah, this is something I really think we need to ask for. Yep. I just accepted it. Yeah. 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 It, and like it or hate it, I'm going yeah. to give you my true opinion. Oh, right or wrong. Great. Right or <laughs> and right or wrong. That is true. <laughs> All right. So um, going back to the association, um, I remember one of the very first committees I served on was the education committee. Yes. And. To me, that was so important because becoming a better realtor means something to the public. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah it, it means you're able to go there. It, and even if you don't know the answer, you'll know where to find the answer. Right. Now, I also understand there's like over 700 brokers that yes. are part of the association right and those are realtor brokerages yeah so we we absolutely serve the that many yes so when you say you're a trade association uh, you've got all these competing brokers over 700 of them some of them one person offices some of them 500 person offices right but they all are members and use the toolbox that you provide absolutely and that toolbox you know is is mainly the MLS, where they list their properties, they search for properties, all for the 
the greater good of, of home ownership, you know, for their clients. So it's it really is an amazing, amazing business. I've grown to love it so much because of the fact that inevitably, you know, two sides are, are have the same goal, but at the you know the bottom line is making their clients happy. Yeah, I've always been amazed at how the MLS can uh, bring two competing brokers together in one transaction to satisfy the needs of two different families. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that is amazing. Yeah. And then you become friends, right. the, the different r- realtors and brokerages. Oh, 1,000%. Relationships are created by all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's it's having those strong relationships and knowing how we represent our clients, um, which can naturally lead to uh, very good, smooth, happy transactions. Okay. And on the word happy, we are going to our first commercial break. <laughs> so stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940 KYNO. Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host. And we're, we're going to be talking about the power of love, or excuse me, the power of MLS. <laughs> Maybe it's the same thing, Love except me. MLS has a little data involved. Mm-hmm. Sure does. So to help me with that, we have Rick Tomasello, General Manager at Realty Concepts and the 2023 MLS Chairman for the Association of Realtors. Yeah. And Desmarie Hedrick, the new, brand new uh, Association Executive for the Fresno Association of Realtors. Good morning. All right. So um, tell us what is the MLS? Yeah, so hey, the MLS is a collection of data. It's a collection of listings uh, that is being offered for sale uh, that all of our membership uh, has access to. And wh- what's great about MLS is that we've got these little things called IDX feeds, right? How do you spell IDX? Yeah, see, <laughs> only from you, Don, only from <laughs> you. So for you, IDX. <laughs> Uh, but that means is, hey, once the listing hits MLS, it's automatically going to transfer and feed into hundreds of different websites out there, right? So it's going to be exposed all over the place. And you know what I always tell all of my sellers is that you want to know how you sell your home for the highest possible price and at the best possible terms? Well, you've got to expose that listing to the world, to the world, right? Everyone has to know that it's for sale. Um, and that's exactly what MLS does, is it broadcasts that listing to the world. Okay. And MLS means multiple listing service. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So it's a uh, – and how many members are, are involved? Des, help me out with that. We've got over 4,500 uh, uh, agent Realtor members. Realtor members, yes. Members. And we have just a little over uh, 5,200 MLS members, yes. Fantastic. So, mm-hmm. hey, and hey – so, like, look, we've got about 5,000 realtors on there, right? Guess what all 5,000 of those realtors have? Buyers, right? Oh, right. ah, yeah. So, and, so exactly. And, and they don't just have buyers. The buyer's agents have buyers who have all their ducks in a row, right? Who have already figured out their game plan on how they're trying to purchase that property, right? If you're paying with cash, we got proof of funds from this account, that account, or or the other thing, 
If we're getting financed, we know exactly what type of financing we're getting, what our down payment's going to be. All of our ducks in a row are in a row. So that way, when a house does come on the market, they're ready to act quickly on it. So that's one of the best things about this is that when it goes on MLS, sellers, you are attracting a better quality of buyer mm -hmm. who can pull the trigger quickly um, because, again, they're working with an agent already who's, who's uh, helped assist them get all those ducks in a row. Right. So, and I take it you have to be a licensed real estate agent to be a member? Oh, absolutely. absolutely yes. oh, okay, so it's not for the public, but I understand there's some ways the public can get get information. Right, yeah, and I think Rick touched on, you know, just that, the IDX, you know, feed, Internet Data Exchange, that's what that stands for, and it's essentially... Thank you, that's what I was after. Yes, <laughs> well, and he was right on it. I mean, he explained it perfectly, you know, it's, it's put into the MLS, it's distributed all over the place, and I think that's absolutely a consumer benefit, right? I mean, they're not only seeing the information, but the information that you see on all those third-party sites comes from a local association, and, and a local association has, you know, staff that's keeping up on compliance, making sure that that data that's being entered is accurate, you know, right. that that the price is correct, that, you know, the, the score footage is correct, you know, all of those things, and I think that's huge for consumers to have not only the information available, but accurate information available, and um, our realtor members and, and some MLS members have access to um, mobile apps that allow them to not just search for properties on and off the market, but also share that apps, app with their client for them to view and, and look for properties as well. Okay, so the client can actually get some access to the MLS through their agent. Right, correct. Uh, through a, a Fresno agent, yes, or any, you know. Okay, yeah, a member. Right. What if they have 10 different agents? Well, that would be a little scary. <laughs> In many ways. Yes, a lot of different ways. <laughs> I, hope, I hope the listeners out there understood my, quest, my question and the meaning of it. Yes. Yeah, it, it's really good to pick a horse that you're going to uh, yeah. ride with. Good yeah, abs absolutely. You, you know, because... When you're working with one agent in particular, it's you're able to come up with that game plan of what exactly it is that you're trying to accomplish, right? And if you don't have a good working relationship with one realtor and you're kind of, you know, trying to work 10 or 15 of them out there, I think what you'll find is that the realtor can sense that lack of loyalty and you're probably not going to end up with the same sort of service as if uh you know, they know that, hey, yes, I am going to use uh, this one particular person as an agent. So, mm -hmm. so. Yeah. and that loyalty really shines through. Oh, and, absolutely. You know, and I think one of the things that drives me to helping people, I wake up in the morning thinking, oh, man, I still got to find a house for this person because <laughs> I feel loyal to them right. because they're trusting in me. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, okay, good. So um, somebody might say, well, I have a smartphone. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not an agent, but I got a ton of different sites I can go to. Um, what's the difference between going to those sites to get your data as opposed to going through a realtor with MLS? Uh, it's simple. It's like when you're actually working with a realtor, you're looking at listings that come from the MLS. <clears throat> you don't just get access to the information. 
but you have you have a realtor that's going to help guide you through this whole transaction mm-hmm. as well, right? I mean, um, and to be quite honest with you, a realtor assists in finding the property today, but realtors aren't exactly needed, to be quite honest with you. Long gone are the days where you really needed a realtor to find the house, right? This this industry has, has changed. It's mm-hmm. evolved, right? A, lo- a lot of buyers out there are able to hop on the internet and find the listings that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Really where a, a, huge, a huge part of our value is assisting the buyer through the entire transaction, not just by negotiating on their behalf, but kind of setting and managing their expectations and, and educating the buyer on how a real estate transaction works. It's like, hey, you know, take a look at our purchase agreement before we start making offers, right? This is how it all works, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, the more educated our buyers are, I'm telling you, the way smoother of a transaction it's going gonna, it's gonna to be. So, you know, that's the whole deal behind this is, is you get a realtor to be working with you um, and you're not out there flying blind with no game plan on how you're going to actually buy this place. Right. And I've got a real life example of how having a realtor represent you can help. And you might think that, well, I could always just go into escrow and, uh, you know, they'll tell me what to do. <laughs> but a lot of it is knowing when to do what. So I remember uh, early on in a transaction, uh, or actually it was still in the negotiations, it's like, well, let's, you know, we'll throw in the, tr- the tractor. Ah, why don't we wait on the tractor? That's personal property. Let's not get it confused. It could affect the financing, the appraisal. Sure. Anyway, that tractor became a valuable negotiating piece re- in regards to some repairs. Mm-hmm. And I think my client save several thousand dollars because of that knowing when to negotiate knowing when to throw what card on the table right it's almost like each realtor has their own strategy as well right i mean a consumer an average consumer like you're just your example oh let's do it you know well wait a second let's look at it from 360 feet and look at all of our options here right and that's exactly what our realtor members have is is there you know some of our clients that come in they want they want their own strategy Right. So absolutely. Hey, we're all ears. And at the end of the day, the buyers and sellers are the boss. Right. Right. But let's be honest, a lot of them have no idea where to start. And and that's where the realtor comes in to advise. Right. Um, It's like, hey, after hearing what your motivations are, what your goals are, what you're trying to pull off. Hey, now the realtor can step in and advise. Hey, well, this is what I would recommend that we do regarding your situation. I just had a real life experience where the, the client, he's a seller. Mm-hmm. He knew exactly what he wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, they're out there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. But he was smart enough to say, no, nah, this is what I'm going to do. Nah, nah, nah. Um, what do you think, Don? <laughs> yeah, right. And then I'd tell him, he goes, darn it. I thought you'd say that. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll do it your way. You know better. <laughs> you know, that's, that's the beauty of, of a realtor is that, hey, we live and breathe real estate right. every single day. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is what we do. This is what we are experts on. Right. So when our clients come to us, uh, you know, I hope that they come to us and ask what our advice is because we're the ones who really have the pulse of the entire industry 
Um, and we know what buyers are looking for, and we know what the sellers are looking for. And I think even to add on that, because I know your initial question was, you know, what's the difference between just getting online and finding the information yourself? I mean, that alone is, is it, you know. Um, the MLS has the most up-to-date information. I mean, it's updated every minute, right? I mean, and sometimes that information takes 20 minutes, 30 minutes to get til- filter into, mm-hmm. you know, the third-party sites. So having a realtor who has firsthand access is just gold, yep. right? Yes. And s- there are certain things that cannot be made public through the IDX feeds. Right. For example, alarm codes, gate codes. Right. Um, but uh, the realtor has access through the multiple listing service that. And sometimes you get things in there. I, I recently had somebody call and say, oh, I want to go see this house. It looks just perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been pre-approved for, for that amount of money. Sure. I said, great. Well, I looked it up. And in the confidential remarks, mm-hmm. it the condition of that property was such that it had to be cash only. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even though it showed up on the third-party sites, it was not a potential home for these people yeah right right. so insert realtor hey you know before we go look at that before you get your hopes up looks like this property isn't going to be eligible for financing right so maybe let's not go fall in love with it first yeah Mm -hmm. all right with that we're going to our next commercial break when we get back let's dive into some of the numbers that come from the mls so we can decide what kind of market is this buyer's market seller's market so stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio. Thank you. But there's a whole other need that you need to see. Go check out my space. Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, and here in the studio with Rick Tomasello, the MLS chairperson for 2023, Desmarie Hedrick, the association executive for the Fresno Association of Realtors. And uh, anyway, let's talk about our local market. Or, or should we talk about the market in New Jersey? Because mm. <laughs> I just saw an article on it. Oh, so it has to be true here, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. All right, so let's talk about our local market. And um, I'd like to add this. One of the best tools in the toolbox that is provided is our statistics yeah and better i'm gonna say this our multiple listing service provides better data better statistics than let's say count county records you might say oh county records has all sales involved well that's the problem yeah the father to son transfer Mm -hmm. is in there too Mm -hmm. the ones in the multiple listing service are arm's length transactions these are um, uh, it's an individual to an individual where uh, they probably don't know one another. Right. They're committed through a contract, a listing contract. And so if you want real data, the, the pulse of the market, there you go. Here it is. Here it is. And, and you know, realtors use this tool. It's called Market Trends. Mm-hmm. It lives with inside our MLS platform. And, uh, you know, we, we look at this data routinely uh, in our office, and, and we uh, kind of go over these numbers all the time. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, uh, Des, why don't you share with us, what are some of the numbers? 
Well, I mean, I can just give you, you know, for now, I mean, the current this month versus the same month last year, I mean, our actives alone are up 85.6%. I mean, that's a huge jump compared to where we were, you know, last year. Our solds as well are, um, have a little, you know, a decrease, 45.7% compared to the same month, uh, month to date last year. Mm-hmm. So just a couple off. All right, so that's a definite change in the market. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, listings up, what, over 85% over a year. You you know, at first glance, you know, that's just like eye-popping, right? Oh, my gosh, inventory is is skyrocketing. Well, you know, if you zoom out a little bit, um, do you know it's, it's closer to the actual inventory that we had just a few years ago? Right. 2019, I believe we had the same uh, the approximate same amount of active properties on the market. And everyone felt like it was a pretty healthy market uh, back in 2019. So, you know, a good friend of mine always said, hey, when in doubt, zoom out. Right. Right. So you can't necessarily be comparing today's market to last year's market because to be quite honest with you, last year's market was unhealthy. Right. I mean, it was white hot right it was it was uh, the perfect conditions for sellers to sell property you literally had buyers competing against how many thousands of dollars above appraisal price they would go to purchase your home right that's what we were seeing Mm -hmm. um so now we're not seeing that as much obviously Um, But to me, I think it's just transitioning away from that white hot seller's market to being more of a balanced market today. Interesting you say that. So more towards a balanced market. Um, What would you say is, I I like your term, a healthy market. Mm -hmm. Is today a healthier market than one year ago today? 1,000%. Um, I mean, this was the experience buyers were having last year, right? You know, house comes on the market, it's been on for one or two days, and boom, in the blink of an eye, there's 20 offers in, right? Prices are getting bid up, you know, again, tens of thousands of dollars above what the appraisal price would even come in. Today, you know, I always tell my agent, market conditions, it it all boils down to that individual house, Mm -hmm. right? So homes that are priced properly today, you know, well-kept, show great. Yeah, you're still going to get multiple offers today. You're just probably not going to get 25 offers. You might end up with, you know, two, three, four offers. And to me, that's how this whole thing should should be working. Yeah, and it's not like homes aren't selling. There were still almost 550 solds in Fresno County during the month of October 2022. Mm -hmm. So... The market is still there, but that's really an interesting statement you made Mm -hmm. that today is a a more normal market than a year ago or, and then certainly 2020. I mean, I think you're going to, we're, we're going to go back in MLS history, Mm -hmm. the history books (laughs) and say, don't compare anything to 2020 and right. 2021. <laughs> right. Just omit that from right. the stat it, chart. Yeah. Right. It, it just, nothing made sense. Right. I got to admit as a realtor, it was hard to give advice to a client in 2021 yeah, and it 2020. It was. It was. Um, you know, how high do you go? Right. You know, and uh-huh. it's like, well, how bad do you want the house? <laughs> yeah. Right? 
Um, you know, it's actually funny is so what was this last week, maybe two weeks ago, we did a little experiment at our office um, in one of our sales meetings where we made we got maybe, oh, I don't know, call it 70 or 80 agents in a room for our sales meeting. And we do this on a weekly basis. But we had all of our associates pick a side of the room. Right. Do you think it's a buyer's market or do you think it's a seller's market? And we, we told everyone, you are not allowed to stay in the middle, right? You you cannot say it's a balanced market. And we're doing this for effect, right? right. To, to get an honest opinion of, of our licensed agents. What do you think? I'd say about 90% of that room all went to the side of a buyer's market. And it was fascinating. Now a lot of them, a lot of them did give the little caveat there. Well, I'd I'd be more in the middle if if given that option, but the whole point is why is it kind of maybe leaning towards a buyer's market today? Well, again, you're not competing against so many uh, other buyers right, right now, right. and you know as we're seeing our listing count increase, we are seeing our average days on market increase as right. as we would expect, right? right. Um, and so now what we're also seeing is that, hey, some of those properties that that have been on the market 30, 60, 90 days, you know, guess what they're doing? They're reducing their price, mm -hmm. right? Now, to be quite honest with you, these are the types of homes that probably weren't priced right to begin with or maybe didn't show quite as well as some of the other better prepared properties out there. But I'll tell you right now, deals can be had, right? Last year for a buyer, I would say, no, you weren't making any killer deals, right? Mm -hmm. um, You're getting a good deal because of the low interest rates. But now the buyer has much more negotiating power uh, than they certainly did a year ago. And speaking of interest rates, I did have a client who said, who bought a home like six months ago saying, oh, maybe we paid too much. I go, no, look at your interest rate. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. You did well. We actually bought our home, my husband and I, in 2020. Yeah. And, I mean, it was it was crazy to, you know, uh, to be actually in the process itself, not just on the outside, you know, with, with working in the office. But the home we purchased had 27 offers in it before showings. I All mean, right. it was crazy. It was just a, you know wild times so how did you win with 27 offers i am not gonna lie the way we won is our realtor i mean he you know fought for us he you know he knew the the other side i mean we you know really had a good realtor and and also on the other side he didn't we didn't have to worry it was stress-free at the end of the transaction he's like oh my gosh you have no idea what it was like but we didn't have to worry you know i mean he took all the stress away from us so it was you know, what, you know what I would tell to all those buyers who feel like that? Oh, I, f I bought at, you know, what seemed to be the tip of the market. I, I would say, look at this. What's your exit strategy of that home, right? How, how long do you're, are you planning on being there, mm -hmm. right? When, when in doubt, zoom out, right? So <clears throat> let me ask you this. Ask anyone what they bought their house for 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Ask anyone what they bought their house for 20 years ago. Buy and hold and watch what it will be worth 10 years from now, mm -hmm. right? Um, so again, our statistics will show, um, you know, real property does appreciate over time. And a great thing to remember about a home, it's something you can use yeah. while the investment 
goes up, grows, goes down. Right. It's exactly. not like cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. You, you get to use it. Mm-hmm. You live there. Mm-hmm. You create memories Memory. there. Absolutely. Right. You live your lives there. So this isn't crypto or this isn't a stock right. that just right. sits out there. Uh, you get to use it. Absolutely. What and by the way, our association just did the Homewards Essay Contest, and we had quite a few entries from school-aged children telling us what their home means to them. And in a couple of weeks, when the results come out, it's going to be mind-blowing. It, yeah. I've read a few of them, and the kids are teaching us what a home's really all about. Absolutely. Right. I mean, we got to remember, most people don't make real estate transactions because we're trying to time the market perfectly. Right. We're making real estate transactions due to lifestyle changes, Absolutely. right? Families grow, you know, maybe kids move out of the house. I mean, we have, maybe we need to relocate for work. I mean, there is literally a million different reasons right. why someone would want to uh, uh, move. And I just, I, I promise you, it's not always because, oh, it's the best possible time to buy or mm-hmm. it's the best possible time to sell. So It's the easiest way to make your money work for you also. I mean, you know, you're investing in your home for all these different reasons, but it's just back of mind. Oh, fifth, like you said, 10 years from now, look what we invested in. I you guarantee know. you, you know, uh, investment in real property is the only tried and true way to really create generational wealth, Absolutely. you know? So uh, we, we are huge believers in, in home ownership over here. <laughs> yeah, I think the l- listening audience can tell. Yeah. <laughs> I do for a second want to go back to something you said earlier about, mm-hmm. um, you know, stats and, and don't compare it to different neighborhoods and things like that. I mean, that's another huge benefit to using a realtor and having access to the stats yeah. and the MLS is, Every street is truly different. You yeah. know, every house is different. So, you know, just you can't compare to what your buddy sold, you know, who lives. And we've downstream. got the uh, and we've got the ability to carve out those neighborhoods right. to get the most accurate of, of data. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if you look at some neighborhoods, you know, you might have four or five different builder you know building types or builders in one specific neighborhood that all sell for a variety of different prices, right? Well, if you just hop on to an automated valuation system on on, uh, on a website out there, well, it's likely that they're going to take all of that sales data right. and spit out one, one number at you. Now, to me, you need a real-life human being looking at all the sales statistics and to put it in relative uh, uh, terms so that way a seller can make the the right decision on, you know, how much they want to ask for a property for or how much a buyer wants to offer. Mm -hmm. So, so that realtor can help you focus on what's really important because it's easy to click or or to find some clickbait that says sales are down. I forget the percentage you said, but yet from, um, when you change your focus and you look at another statistic, the median sold price today is still $25,000 higher than it was same time last year. Right. Funny, funny how that works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, with that, we are going to our next commercial break, but stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940 KYNO. I'm proud of the house we built. It's stronger than sticks, stones, and steel. It's not a big Welcome back. Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino. And as our music said, we're proud of this house we built. And not only is we are we completing our 14th 
season is Welcome Home Radio, but the Fresno Association of Realtors is over 100 years old. Mm -hmm. Des, you weren't even born back then. I was not, no. 1904, I believe. 1905, I'm sorry, is when we were established. Yeah, yeah. All right. There's a charitable part of the association called FARF. Tell us about that. Yes. So FARF is Fresno Association of Realtors Affiliates Foundation, and um, it's a charitable organization, a part of the Fresno Association, and we get involved in a lot of different ways in the community um, through um, Habitat for Humanity, for example. I mean, we've done a few builds, and Don, I think you've, you know, most of our members have been uh, a part of that, um, which has been amazing. I mean, the opportunity to assist in building a home for a, a, a needing family is, is amazing. So just... So realtors aren't just about collecting a commission. Absolutely not, no. I do believe that anyone who's a realtor is doing it for... That, you know, assisting others in, in home ownership, but also giving back in any way they can, you know, to their community, getting involved. Um, we have another committee that, you know, isn't a part of FARF, but the uh, YPN committee, the Young Professionals Network, gets involved with the Pavarello House. They have a, a food drive. So lots of different ways that our members get involved locally. Mm-hmm. And Rick, I know mm-hmm. uh, Realty Concepts does a lot of that too. So yeah. Realtors are really reaching out in many ways through our association of realtors, but also individually. And I know a a broker who only has 10 agents, and they are continuously giving back uh, to the community. So, you know, that's what happens when you're in a service industry. Right. You have a servant's heart. Yep, exactly, exactly. You know, why do we do this? We do this for the relationships, you know, the relationships and, well, to be quite honest, because we believe in home ownership, and so it's it's the relationships that we create that we can now educate uh, all the people that we come in contact with uh, about what we believe in so strongly. Mm-hmm. Okay, excellent. I do want to go back to the statistics real quick because that's telling us buyer's market, seller's market. Right. I heard a really good term about 10 years ago when, you know, 2020 and 2021 weren't even envisioned and and the thing said buyer's market or seller's market whatever it's always a realtor's market you need a realtor absolutely i love that advertisement and what didn't come from us Mm -hmm. it was from the california association of realtors Mm -hmm. right what do you think about that one rick that um well i'd say this you know some of my biggest takeaways is like one it's always a good time to stay in contact with your realtor because you know and you know the good realtor should be staying in contact with you but you know the realtor is going to be able to provide you all of the information that you need to know to make educated decisions for yourself right and that's going to look, you know, differently for all of us. Right. But th- at the end of the day, you have to have the information at hand and kind of uh, put together in a way that we can create a recommended game plan for how you want to move forward. Mm-hmm. All right. What do you see out there, Des? Do you see realtors really, do you see them working with their clients and trying to maintain those relationships? 
I mean, I, I do. And I think it's because of our leadership, right? We spend a lot of time with our, you know, our those who volunteer their time outside of their businesses and families. And, and I do. I mean, I think they continue to educate themselves. They continue to do the research on the, on the market, those, you know, those numbers of real-time uh, data. Um, and I think they do it because they, they know it's going to be a part of their their day-to-day business to assist their clients so i i do see that and i think um even the newer members that we get i mean they're just so on fire and they're ready and you know i'll show up at that tuesday meeting and get the information i need because they know that it's just going to build their confidence and their you know knowledge base for for their business so you have an office where a lot of realtors walk into for various things right the toolbox yes whether whether it's a meeting uh, whether it's the store mm-hmm. where you can go and buy sold signs right. uh, or lock boxes mm-hmm. or contribute. Right. Yeah. So they can do all those things. And what they would contribute to is a uh, realtor action fund or if we have uh, something going on through uh, FARAF for our scholarship fund, you know, things like that. But um F-A- I'm sorry, RAF, which is the realtor action fund, um, actually goes to assisting our members you know during covid i mean we realtors weren't essential and the california association using those raf funds fought for realtors to continue to do their business to do showings to you know get people into homes and covid was such a time where people saw the importance of home ownership i need a a home i need my own place to be feel comfortable and safe can you imagine go back to two years to 2020 if the realtors were not allowed to go out and show. And I know we weren't for about three three weeks. Three weeks right, there. right. Yeah. yeah, and Rick, I'm still mad that our key card didn't work for three weeks uh, so I could get into my office. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh-oh. I'm still mad. I, w- I wonder if only yours didn't work, Don. <laughs> but you're not yeah, mad. No, I yeah. didn't think of that. <laughs> but you're not mad that you don't have to keep filling out PED forms. All right. Anymore, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those PED forms for our listeners was a yeah. form that had to be filled out for every house you went to show um, and, and submitted prior to showing right. saying that you're releasing liability for spreading the coronavirus. Yeah, right. correct, correct. But could you imagine what would have happened had we been non-essential? And let's say we went four months, six months, yeah. without being able to show a home oh, physically. Right. Oh, that would have been disastrous. Right. would have been disastrous, you know, because during that time period, you know what we saw is that we had – We've got people that have to transact real estate. We've got people who have to sell, right? right? right. You know, maybe they, they have to move across the country for whatever reason. Um, so uh, a- absolutely, we we were essential. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Des, yes. real quickly, in 30 mm-hmm. seconds or less, what do you want people to remember <laughs> most about today's show? Well, I think first and foremost, use a realtor. <laughs> and secondly, I mean, don't be afraid. Do not be afraid. Don't wait, and if you want to wait, talk to a realtor, get the professional's advice. I mean, and don't, it's, a, it's a huge purchase, you know, homeownership, but it's absolutely worth it. I mean, it, it, my heart literally swells when I say that. It's just don't wait, don't be fearful. Yeah. Um, How about you, Rick? I'll say real quick, if you're thinking of selling your property, you'd be crazy not to put it on MLS, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You will reach more buyers. It will sell for more money. I guarantee it. Okay, so uh, the power of MLS is very true. Absolutely. All right. 
I want to thank you both for coming in today, sharing your knowledge. But thank you to all our listeners for tuning in. And we'll be back again next week. You all take care. Bye.